Good evening and happy Wednesday. It's hump day, y'all. It's hump day. Uh, this is the In the Thick podcast and talk show, and my name is Heather C. You know who I am, and you also know who the other two ladies are, my co-hosts. We have Victoria on the line. Say hello, Victoria. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, and we have Fallon. Hi, Fallon. Hey, ladies. Happy home day. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's been like a really long time since we've recorded, but it's only been, well, we just missed one week, right? Yeah, it's only been a week. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know what's so funny about about not recording? It feels like a month since the last time we recorded. Yeah. I think yeah. that's because we like Especially when so many stuff. things happened. It was like, oh, we could have covered that. <laughs> Oh, my God. There's so many things that happen daily, daily, like by the hour. Mm-hmm. Like so many things that happen by the hour. Um, but, and before I get into the but, the however, the however comma, uh, I do want to talk about this weather that we're having, right? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for this weather that Ooh. we're having because I was feeling a little down in the dumps, right, um, because as I'm getting older, <laughs> Things are happening, right? But as I'm getting older, oh, I'm realizing, Lord. like, I'm <laughs> I'm really having an appreciation for, like, weather, like, all the time, like, this warm weather all the time, which is why I'm going to be moving to a warm state. I want to know. Listen, nobody I get it. I mean, I'm like, nobody's anything to say. Just... Moving? <laughs> right. You know, the weather, like, can really, like, do something for your vibe. You know what I mean? Like, how you come to the space, like, how you come to work how you feel at home, like, just the weather just can, like, really add to that. And then, you know, like you said, as you're getting older, you know, some aches weren't there, you know, in them 20s that happened in your 30s and 40s. When the weather changes, like, I was like, I would never be the person that's like, I woke up and I knew it was raining. Now, (laughs) (laughs) Nikki said, now, you know, two days before, like, (laughs) the rains are coming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not a comment. <laughs> but seriously, and honestly, like, for me, it's not really just about any aches or pains. It's just the fact that, like, you know, cold weather when I was younger, it's like nothing. Like, okay, I'm from Chicago. I can I can face the hawk, right? But now I just want to be inside. I don't want to be out in the hawk, you know? And because I'm a person who likes recreation, it's so much better for me to just move to a warm climate so I can just be outside all the time. Mm-hmm. So. I, anyway, I can't have it too warm, though. I can't have it too warm, like, because I don't like to okay. sweat. So so I have to have some something, a good mild 70 to 80. That's, mm-hmm. I, if I could find somewhere where it was stable that way and not humid one way or the other, I think I would be straight. But once I'm a sweat, I have an attitude. <laughs> I have an yeah. attitude, don't talk to me, I'm moody. Like, we could have just had a great time, but if I'm sweating, it's time to go. Like, for real. <laughs> and y'all know how I get when it's time to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Right. And <laughs> I'm ready to go. Literally. Like, until you say, okay. She'll say it over and over and over and over and over. I'm telling you. Um, the little lip pokes out and everything. Oh my God! But then it's like when when it's too hot and you start sweating, you start to feel like a little self conscious, right? Like, damn, do I 
think, knowing you probably don't, but there's a strong possibility yeah. because sweat brings odor, right? So it's like, am I musty? Amen. People need so to know. We don't want to be out here. We don't want to be out here musty, ladies. Ladies and gents, mm-hmm. do not be out here musty. Carry your deodorant no. with you. And see, now you have to segue into, like, this, like, personal hygiene um, section, and I don't want to have to do that. No, oh, sorry. Another day. <laughs> I don't want to tell people what to do to keep their thing thing together. Let's see that. Let's anyway. let that be our intro to summer. And I am. You know what, Sal? You just gave us a great idea. Uh-huh. Before, before the onset of summer, we are going to talk about hygiene on the end of the podcast and talk show. The two, the two, the wise, the hows and the how not. <laughs> Y'all so amazing. Anyway, anyway, let's get into the show. So the show is going to be pretty fantastic tonight. Like I say every week, I always say the show is going to be fantastic because it always is, and I'll fight you if you say it's not. So jam-packed show. Um, we've had a major, major thing happen in the black community. And the reason why I say it's in the black community is because we are the only people that are really and truly talking about this. And if there's people that are from other backgrounds talking about it, it's because we brought the conversation. <laughs> they not bringing this it. Is <laughs> this bring is the fact. This is the fact. So Vicky, <laughs> Vicky, go for it. <laughs> Okay, y'all. So I'm not sure if there's anybody of color that has not heard of Derrick Jackson at this point. Now, they may have just heard about him, but the, the name Derrick Jackson is everywhere in multicultural social media. So, I, I mean, for sure, though, it's us feeling it. It is the black people that are really about it. On black Twitter, it, Twitter in general, on Facebook, Instagram, he is everywhere. Um, so just to give a little background, Dare Jackson is a quote-unquote relationship expert, um, as he has self-termed himself, um, that had been kind of around since 2012. So he's kind of been doing these videos about, you know, what women needed from a man um, and a whole host of things. Since 2012, he's written books, like Things She Wishes You Understood, A Cheated Man's Heart. I don't know where these books were because I'm on Amazon all the time. I had not seen them, but they do exist. Um, he had, like, a card game that was designed for, like, couples and intimacy, um, as well as he did tours speaking at various speaking engagements. So in March, in early March, um, well, it's March now, so in, like, a couple weeks ago, there had been kind of, like, some, some whispers around him having infidelities. Keep in mind, the majority of his media, he really didn't say his marital status. He didn't say anything about having a wife, about having a family. All of a sudden, we hear about other women, then we hear about a wife. So um, a couple of days ago, he addressed a sad, wife, uh, sad situation with his wife, Danae, um, in an Instagram video that goes super, super viral. Um, and he's pretty much like, yeah, you know, I did cheat, and, you know, yes, there were things that were broken in me that made me make these decisions. I'm not going to run away from responsibility. There are some things you heard that are true and not true. 
because these side women had started coming up saying, hey, like, this is what I'm dealing with. And they had actually went on vacation as well. Um, so he said, you know, but she left me for a while, and um, then we're back together now in a better place. And please catch my book at the end because I'm explaining there all about it. The wife, Danae, is in the, is in the video, and she has a beanie on. She's got a black sweater on. Some glasses, no makeup, and she's pretty much just like, I support my husband, we went through these things, um, and now, you know, like, I'm in a place where I can trust him. Ever since then, this man's name is the hot topic of the month. Everybody is talking about Derrick Jackson. He's also made a response video about if he were watching the video and it was another couple, what his advice would have been and how he would have felt about it. And also there's a coupon code at the end where you can get his next book for 50% off. So trash, right? So some people are saying, well, hey, A, his wife is so homely, I see why he stayed, why he did what he did. You have some people who are like, B, she needs help. Um <laughs> So many responses have came out of it. It's just a spectrum. Men are like, hey, y'all thought he was so perfect. Um, now look at him. He's kind of trash. And then they think that gives them a pass to do what they do. So it's just everywhere. So you guys, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think about this dude? And the fact that he's planning on keeping his relationship guru business going. Hmm. Heather, what do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the video and I saw her sitting next to him, I said, wow, okay, she didn't have to come out like that, right? That was, that was my initial thought, okay? Um, and then I started thinking about it because sometimes we speak before we have all the facts or we have, and we're never going to get all the facts on this situation, obviously, but we speak before we have um, enough information, right? Um, sometimes we make these like knee jerk responses before we like think through things. And as I took some time to think about it, my heart went out to this woman. Okay. There's a few different things that were going on in the video. The fact that she looks so distraught, um, that who knows if she was able to get up that morning without being in tears. Who knows if she had showered in days, brushed her teeth, washed her face, right? Who knows if she had combed her hair up under that hat beanie or whatever it was that she was wearing. She didn't have on a bra. She was sitting there looking like, okay, let's just hurry up and get this over with. Yeah, I'm sitting here supporting my husband, but my husband's trash. That was the look in her face. But she also probably knew that she was going to be dragged by so many females on the Internet because the Internet is unforgiving, right? And the mere fact that women actually said, oh, she's so homely, we see why he cheated, you need your ass beat. Because as I said in one of the posts, I said, now you all are saying this about this woman not knowing everything that she went through, but y'all are getting cheated on by niggas who look like Norbit, who don't have good jobs, who may not have a car, who don't have any money, 
who publicly embarrass you every time they get, or excuse me, every chance they get. And you want to come at her? Did you leave? Were you wearing a bonnet when you got cheated on? Did you have your eyelashes on? Did you have your lace front installed? I think that's the problem with us is that we don't put ourselves into people's shoes enough. I've never been through that situation, and I hope to God that I am never publicly embarrassed like this woman because you don't know how you're going to react. That's why Snapped was such a popular show. Ain't that the truth? You know, like that, literally, I've had so many discussions yeah. with people online about this because it's like, how dare you part your lips to say that you can see why this man cheated on her? People cheat for several reasons, but one of them is because they want to. Mm-hmm. Yep. One lady That's made a post, she was, like, she was like, baby, if Beyonce got cheated on, <laughs> There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to discuss. That's all I have to say. Because you know what? If you get me going on this topic and about how women don't support each other and how there's so many mean girls out here, and I saw something earlier that I was going to post, but I just didn't. You can't be a mean girl and supporting women's empowerment at the same time. Those don't go together. They can't go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Instead of instead of rallying together to make sure that your sisters, sister cousins, friends, besties, whoever, are in a good, healthy space, and to make sure that if this should happen to one of them, that we are in complete and full support of them, then you really have nothing to say. That, that's that what you said. These females, these females, trash ass females. I tell you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> let me let me be quiet. Let, matter of fact, I'm going on mute. Good night. <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, I think that upon my first hearing about it, I it it took a while, or at least half the day, before I got to the actual video. So I was just seeing the memes and you know personal polls about Derek Jackson, Jackson, this and that. And I was, I don't want to say I was a fan of his, but I, I supported that he was speaking positivity. I'll say that much, especially relationship-wise. But on the flip side of that, and his game was actually a lot of fun. I played it in a lot of different circles. His game was a lot of fun and real conversation starter. So, I mean, you know, whomever still wants to support. But anyhow, um, I think – Immediately, I went to the place of, you know, when you're in a situation where you're hearing someone talk about, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, and treat your girl like this, and this is this what I do to my girl. Nine times out of ten, you look in their house, and their shit is a mess, okay? So I, I went there mentally because I feel like the, the more people talk so highly about what you should, should, should do and what's meant and all of this, and which is, which is why it's hard for me to fall for motivational speakers, but that's another show. Um, I just feel like there's always some darkness within all of that positivity. Um, and just like where, where people say, you know, when you're accusing someone of 
doing you dirty and doing you wrong within the relationship, it's usually because you're doing that shit, like you're cheating, but you're accusing that person of cheating because you're doing it. You know, I, I find that in the same token. So that's that's mm, where okay. I felt there. And, and um, as far as her not, you know, filming well is what I'll say. I get what you're saying, Heather, about, you know, we don't know what type of depression she crawled out of that morning. We don't know. But what we do know is Fallon's depressed ass ain't getting on film looking crazy. So I still can't give you that girlfriend. You're already dealing with a situation where your man, um, all big and buff and chocolate, sitting up in, in on everybody's social media screen. The least you could have done is be presented like, hey, you know, I may not be for everybody, but look, here I am. You know, I think that was, that was to her sentiment, I think she played herself there. Now, no, I don't agree with everybody, you know, judging and dragging her and all of that, but I think it's, it's a matter of you say you're healed, like you're healed and you're over it and you're coming through it. Look like it, you know. So but how many of still, us say it that, still remains though? unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I, I get came it. Off I, said, I came off mute. I wasn't supposed to. I see that. I see that. How many of us think that we're healed? And we are not because true healing oh, sure. means that it still doesn't affect us. And I can say a whole mm-hmm. lot because I said I'd be coming out there looking like we watch the damn. I'm better than I'm better than Beyonce on her best day. That's what I said. And so I thought about it like, wow, maybe not. Sure. Maybe and not. I, I follow and what you're saying. the responsibility back on him. He knew he was putting her on camera. Honey, you've already messed up mm-hmm. this much. You could have at yeah. least had a glam team come in and make sure she right. looked like she was going to the Oscars. I'm going back on mute. And then that, Bye. all right, thank you. <laughs> That's, I was going to go back on that. That shows a further disrespect because I'm going to make sure I got my V-neck on with my muscles popping out, freshly shaved. But, babe, just come on, come on here. Uh, just hurry up. Just put something on. That's what that looks like. So that was a further disrespect. You don't care how I look. You don't care how these people are perceiving me. And if he did, this goes further to him just plugging this book on how did we get through this? Check out, click this link. Like, are you serious? Like, now I look like a fool, and we're going to make, what, a, a bit of dividend off of this? Like, there, it's not going to be New York bestseller. You know, I'm not going to win any awards off of this. So, I mean, and well, I'm not, I'm not dogging him. I'm, I'm, yeah. You're not dogging him. I'm not dogging him. I'm just, like, I'm not saying he, he, he can't write a talented book or, or uh, an entertaining book. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that was it worth all of this? Was it worth what it has done to either your reputation or your followers or your, your marriage in, in, at the end of it? And, and I guess that's my piece. But, I mean, people do what they want to do anyway, so let them do it, shit. I mean, here's my thing. I guess I don't feel like it's <laughs> right. or whatever, you know, because I get so mad. Like, my thing was just, like, for one, it's clear who he cares about in this situation is himself. And the fact is, is that, like, for one, I just don't like apologies that come off really arrogant. There was nothing in that apology that felt humble. It felt like, well, this is what I have to do because this is what I'm promoting for this book. And you guys can either take it or leave it. I understand. Like, for one, I felt like if you know that you are out here giving advice that you don't follow, why are you still trying to continue this business? You know what I'm saying? So for you, you didn't even give it no break. You didn't even give it, like, you know, we're going to work on us, and then we'll come back. 
You know what I'm saying? Instead, it was like, well, hey, I'm going to keep doing what I do, and if you don't support me, that's cool. If you do support me, that's great. I really appreciate you. I just, I have a problem with that. And it'd be different. He's acting like he took ownership of the situation from the jump. We find out, and you got called on it. Like, to me, that's a big difference. And unfortunately, like, when I first heard about this story and I first heard about her, I already was like, the problem in our community is that we will drag the wrong person. And I was like, she about to get dragged. And in a minute, we're going to even forget what he did. It's going to become about her. And sure enough, it's like 855 bonnet memes, all these posts about her bonnet. Was it a hat? Was it not? How'd she show up like that? And I guess, like, to have this point, like, I always feel like, now, a lot of people have been cheated on in this world. I know I've been cheated on, and I can tell you this, like, the last thing I thought about was what I looked like at that point. Like, I feel like when you've been hurt, like, that is not uh-huh. your default. And don't ask somebody to do something that you know you wouldn't have did or you did not do in your situation. Like, yes, uh-huh. if you had, like, a team and they was like, hey, Let's get you together for this post, all this other kind of stuff. For sure, they're thinking about it. But you as a person, when, like, your heart is broken and now you kind of exposed to the world, your default may not be like that. And I just feel like people always, I guess what disappointed me was that if this were them, they would want some grace. But because it's somebody else, they dragging us. Like, they asking for something that they don't get. And I just thought that was bogus. Yeah. But, I mean, he's going to be famous again, so we're going to see what happens. Go ahead, Val. What's up? Yeah, and I do. I feel you on that, too, because one person's depression may not look like the other person's depression. And I guess that's what you're saying or, or what all of us may be saying in some form or fashion. Because, you know, Heather's my depression might be, you know, overeating or undereating or someone's may be, you know, they break out, you know, badly or, you know, hair starts falling out. So it could have been, it could have looked, it, it could have looked like depression in any one of us, you know, had we thought we were pulling it together and weren't. And that's where I think people need to just kind of lay off. But then again, just me, myself, and I wouldn't have got on film. But, hey, right. if she did, she, she's living her truth. So, yeah. hey. yeah. Yeah, there was something, one last thing that I'll say before we go on to the next topic. There was some lady who said earlier, she was like, so for all the women who dragged this poor woman online and you've been cheated on, did you leave? Or did you leave and come back? Because I think the point that she was trying to make was, let's be concerned with what's happening in our own households. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, cheating is cheating. Cheating, cheating, is cheating, is cheating, is cheating. At some point, many people have experienced it, whether you have been the cheetor or the cheatee, right? <laughs> you, you've experienced it. And I feel like, again, not, not everyone, but majority of people have been through a situation like that. And my thing is, if you want to stay, perfectly fine. If you want to leave, let's put together a plan of action so you can do that. If you want to leave and then go back and they've made some some visible strides to do better or you all have made a decision, whatever 
you all have decided in your relationship, that is up to you guys. I think we just spend so much time trying to overanalyze. We've all been guilty of it, putting our two cents where they don't belong. People can lie and say they haven't done it. Everybody's done it. A lot of times it does come from a place of care, and I truly believe that. For people close to us, I truly believe that it's not with malicious intent. I believe that it's people who actually care about you. But based on the response that you're given by the person who's in that situation can tell you when you need to back off and shut your mouth. Don't have an opinion on it. Oh, just sit here and you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, okay, well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, again, but again, I just feel like mm-hmm. we've all been close to it, whether it's been us or whether it's been people that we know. And we just all have to worry about like, okay, well, what is going on in my household? Keep our mouths off of people's situations. And again, hmm. it just, at the end of the day, it's really hard. When you see someone that you care about going through something, what do you want to do? You want to jump in there. You want to fight. Especially if you're a protector. I'm a protector. So I automatically want to jump in and I want to, I want to put up my dukes and I want to fight for that person. But then at the end of the day, that person's already made a decision. Even before they tell you about the problem, they've already made a decision. So you just have to respect their decision, and you have to move on, and you have to be concerned what's going on in your household and what's going on between your legs. Hello. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> this is a you know, I'm down for minding your business. I'm always down for mind your business. <laughs> so signing off, signing off. Anyway, so next topic, Fallon. What did you want to discuss? Did you say Fallon? Fallon. That would be me. <laughs> All right, and I wanted to discuss what is sexy. And I guess this is sort of a good segue because we're talking about, you know, how we present ourselves or should be presenting ourselves and, you know, what other people or our audience, whatever that may be um, in your world, whomever your audience may be, what they expect to see you as. Um, And I, I guess I just wanted to see how you ladies felt. I found a few of the top. Uh, adjectives to describe sexy, um, of course, without using the word sexy or images or what have you, and highly I saw um, attractive, physically fit, confident, and well-groomed. And we did mention this, hygiene, or or um, what was it, and increased hygiene. I guess that means, like, you know, you're a person that always smells just lovely or always smells like you want to take your panties off, that type of thing. I think that's what they were talking about. But um, let's, let's have you ladies weigh in. What, is, what are your sexy adjectives? What is sexy to you? And whether you mean um, yourself when you walk out, what makes you feel sexy or what you're attracted to as sexy or a little bit of both, whichever you guys want to do. How about you go ahead, Vicki? You know, some of the things that I find are really sexy are just are interesting. Like intellect is really in wit. Like I don't, I like the combo of intellect and wit. Um, is really sexy to me. Like I could talk to a lot of smart people, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're really, really smart. Um, or like, or like creative with the words. Like I, I like that really well. But that combo of you know what you're talking about and how you present it is really attractive to me. Um, like, and I feel like I'm one of those types of people 
and I think that's really attractive about myself. I love a, a nice scent. Like, I love, like, a very nice, like, if it's on a man, like a cologne, that just, like, when you get close to them, you just, like, smell, like, it just, like, wraps around you, and it's not, like, they hit themselves with the 800 pumps of the aftershave. It's really, like, you know, this, like, subtle, like, oh, it is sexy to me. Um, and a walk. I love a confident walk. Like, how your, like, posture is and how you present yourself like that, that is what's up to me. So, like, those are probably, like, my top three. All right. And if, do you have anything that um, would define you when you feel sexy? And I know you said the one about speaking well and your conversationalism and all of that, but is there any physical that is like, oh, well, you know, when I, when I have a belt, have on that boob shirt or something like that, is there anything yeah. that <laughs> – Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, for me, like, I love clothes. I love a look. Like, um, so there's certain outfits that I have that, like, it just puts me in that headspace. Um, like, you definitely know, like, when I'm feeling it and when I'm not. Like, when it's just Biggie just still on some leggings and a hoodie, or Biggie went and put this outfit together and she really did it. I also, like, I love my shape. Like, I feel like black bodies, like, it's so sexy, the variety of bodies that we have, like the hips and the curves and the butt and the breasts. Like, I just think that, like, because there's a confidence that comes with it, like, that, you know, you're, like, soft and stuff. I just think that's so dope. So, like, that's the thing for me. All right. I love it. And how about you, Hefty? What do you see as sexy looking out and uh, from within? Okay, so to me, in like, I'll just say like, okay, so like in a, in a man, um, sexiness is um, your height. <laughs> height is sexy to me. As you guys know, I've said that several times because height represents protection for me. It does. Mm -hmm. That's the thing for me. Um, how you look at me is a huge, huge thing for me. I'm big on eye contact. So that that intimate eye contact, like like the unspoken, that's, that's how I feel. Um, do you know how to lead me? Right? Jesus. Can I be? Because I'm because I'm because I'm a strong I'm a strong woman I'm a strong person have a strong personality I'm very independent, but when I'm around you or when I'm talking to you, can you weaken? Because if you can do that, baby, you got the keys to the palace. Okay, the, the, the palace is yours. Okay, uh -huh. um, I would also say yeah, like cologne and everything like that. Um, a voice. Your voice, a deep voice, like a van. I'm not talking about just a regular deep voice. I'm talking about, baby, you may be almost close to James Earl Jones deep. That's, now you know James. <laughs> James is a deep. That's like asking for Barry White. Like, there's only, they only made a couple of them. Like, hey, they, look, oh, they, they, made, they made one more out here. I'm telling you. This is a fact. They, you I'm know what? That's right true. Now, when they I got one more. Guys, I'm telling you, like when I talk they to a guy, his, 
voice is high, I'd be like, well, yeah. I like those. Like those. That's what I'm saying. They may girlfriend. I, I, I know who it is, too. I know who it is. I'm just not going to call his name. Um, but <laughs> but um, that, that to me is like a big deal. In addition, like some of those like um, like the fundamentals, right? Are you gainfully employed? Can you handle your business without me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are you are you self sufficient? Are you confident? Right? Those are big do you have ambition? Those are huge. those are all things that are gonna like knock me way the fuck out. Okay. Um okay. I would definitely say like for me I feel like you can be, I feel like I can be sexy in anything that I, that I put on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, that, that's me because I'm confident. So, like, my confidence makes me sexy. Um, I feel like uh, me being very direct in the things that I say, like, I'm, I'm usually very spot on and very sure about what I want in a situation. When I make a decision, I've made that decision. Um, I've been told that that's very sexy. Um, and then I think, like, particular features that I have, obviously, like my eyes or maybe, like, lips or, you know, I mean, like, you know, body and shape is, like, one thing. Um, but yeah. you can have a nice body, a nice shape, and still not be sexy. Very true. It's like an, it's like an inner thing that you have. Like, that's what that is because it's a whole lot of people out here who are shaped in a particular way who are just not sexy. But your sexiness comes from within. So, All right. It. Well, outside of the ones that I found online that just to get, get everything stirring, uh, for me, myself, definitely uh, body and shape, I think. I know what works for me. You know, I know how to dress myself. I know, you know, how to how to put it on, how to how to um, dress it up or dress it down, how to put those certain stars here and there. I think that's okay. Thing, it whether it's, I'm just saying. I mean, I know when I know. So um, and a shimmy. Even Don't forget if, the shimmy. And, and, shimmy. and you know I was shimmying. You know it, don't you? Shimmy. Oh God, tears. Okay, I'm going. Yes, girl. Okay. All right. So, you know, body, shape, face, I think all of that is sexy. I think being well-spoken is sexy. I think, you know, having a, a on and off switch is sexy also because sometimes, I, you know, I, well, let's break it down to South Side Shy. Sometimes, because i got to get with your ass real quick. But if, you can, if, you, if we can talk about current events and, and pop culture and, you know, um, Shakespeare or what have you, I'm, I'm digging that all the way, too. So I like the, the balance of it. I think that's super sexy, you know, depending on what, once again, our audience and who we're in front of. Like, can you go Can you go to the hood with me? Can you go to the um, seminars with me? Can you go to my job lunch? You know, things like that. I dig that all the way. I think that's sexy. Please know how to put some clothes on, Jesus. I mean, that is going to end you quicker than anything. Um, just put some clothes on. If, if you're invited somewhere, know how to to address the crowd. I should be able to tell you what the event is, and you should know you shouldn't have a head on, you know, unless, you know, it, it could be a dot pet, but there's also times that are not appropriate for a dot pet. So, you know, things like that. I love that. I love a well-groomed man. Everyone knows when they need their hair cut, hair done, whatever. Boy, take, go get your hair cut, okay? 
go, um, you know, you need to get rid of those jeans. I've seen those jeans too many times. I don't know. I'm just, I, can, I can go very, very meticulous and petty. But overall, sexy to me is a state of mind. It's what you feel like you can offer. I want to see that. And I mean that mentally and physically. I, I feel like, you know, she knows I take care of myself because, you know, I'm a little, I'm athletic or she knows I eat well or I don't want her eating crazy, so she knows I care about her. It's just certain things that um, I want to feel more than just see, and I think that's just how you take care of me and yourself. I think that can be sexy also. Any other things? Any other thoughts, ladies? Um, no, I think that's it. I mean, and I also think that, like, sexiness can, like, vary, you know, for everyone. Like, everyone has, like, their own own idea, you know, of oh, what sure. sexy is to them. Um, and obviously, you have to be attracted, and we're talking about, like, I'm a, like about relationships now. Like, you have to be attracted to that person. And I don't care, people. If nobody else thinks your person is sexy but you do, that's all that matters. It's on a serious tip. Like, like we yeah, oftentimes seriously. like dog people or talk against them for their, their mate or who they is they decide to date, get engaged, to get married or whatever the case may be. We have to remember that we don't have to like that person. We don't have to be attracted to that person. That person who's in that relationship with them, they definitely do. So I feel like we should question people less about their choices in a physical mate. Mm-hmm. Or well, maybe the physical <laughs> sense of the mate. Then don't, don't ask. So I'm like, hi, girl, how do you think he looks? Then no, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, please, please, please don't. Don't, so, so don't, don't, don't ask. ask. <laughs> right. Like if you, Let if me you offer doubt, a compliment. <laughs> Because you know your people. Right. You know your people. Exactly. You are so bad. You are so bad. Seriously. Seriously. I do this one girl. I do this one girl who was very emphatic on when she introduced you to somebody, she was like, all I'm saying is, and it's like, you know what? That's okay. Don't say anything. (laughs) Now, what do y'all think about that? I'm going to let y'all talk about that. Vicki, what do you think about that when people say that? So wait, what do you mean? Like she would say what would you say? She she was saying like she was saying like, Well, I'm just saying, you know, he may not be the most attractive. <laughs> oh, she would like she okay, I you was know, trying to figure out the time. So she would like you. Like in the in the yeah. Like in the, you know <laughs> I can't say I've never She's done already it. said like, the song. I, uh, no, it's not that. You know your people and you be wanting like some support, but you know that they might drag them. Like they might, like it's like, like your okay, people should not be dragging. Wait, 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 wait. As, hear, hear me out. So let me give you an example. It's not dragging like the social media sense, but it's like okay, cool. I've dated someone before. Like I dated a guy, and I kind of like rolled the dice on it. Like I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna try something different. I've never dated this type of guy. I think he's really interesting. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not really too sure about it yet. And I'm the type of person, I like to bring my guy in different situations to see how he responds in those situations. So, like, you know, like, after we, like, hung out for a while, I kind of want to see how you're around my people, how you're around, you know, in social situations. But I did feel like I had to give a disclaimer because he was so different to my norm, 
and I knew I was rolling the dice on it. You know what I'm saying? Versus, like, they might be like, well, who is this brand new dude, and why is she doing that? You know what I'm saying? So I can't say I've never, I've never done it. I didn't do it every time, though, because I feel like, yo, real people just want you to be happy and find somebody that you gel well with. But, you know, some of my friends kind of <laughs> brutally honest. Uh-huh. And they might be like, um, this is trash. I'm not sure why you're trying this. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I think I think people should if like if if you if you ask someone, they should give you like an honest opinion. But absolutely, as I as I mature in certain situations, I feel like the question and I've mentioned this to several people: Do you want like complete honesty? Like when I answer this question, because I'm gonna give you complete honesty, but that honesty may not be um, something that you're interested in hearing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like your friends should tell you. Like they shouldn't be rude, but they should tell you. What do you think, though? I I agree. I mean, you de- you definitely don't have to be rude, but knowing your friends, you know who's going to patty cake it for you, and you know who's going to spit it out like fire. So <laughs> I think you should still expect from your friends, I mean, with love and care, but you know how I am, girlfriend. Um, but then again, you know who not to ask also. You know, it's it's Very some true. people that you want that rawness from, and it's, some, you know, because sometimes you need that rawness, and you get the patty cake sugar cookie friend, and it's like, mm-hmm. then, you know, you got hit bad, or you got hit looking bad. So it's sometimes, it depends on what you need at that time, but I think that I've learned to be a little more understanding and say, you know what, girl, if you have me, and I'll throw, I'll throw a slick joke on the end of it. Yes, he looks like that. He looks like that's where a raincoat he's got on, but, you know, girl, if you like it, it's fine. You know, grown men wear yeah. raincoats, I guess. You know, I'll throw a little slick something, but I'm not going to make her feel, you know, bad about it. And a lot of times I think when women, go going back to your original question, I think when they first say that, what, you're setting a tone in my mind. So whether that's a negative tone or not, you're setting a tone that I probably will have a side eye. So I'm already coming in like, hmm, what did she mean by that? Versus just accepting like, oh, hey, how you doing? I heard a lot about you, this, that, and the other. So I think um, mm-hmm. it's just better you let people make their own assumptions and decisions and feel their own way versus, right. you know, puppet mastering, you know, indirectly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, I will I will tell you that if you all decide not to be together anymore, then I will tell you exactly how I felt about that person. Oh yeah, we ripping off that band like, aid. Totally. Like we're gonna we're gonna okay. So these are the reasons why. <laughs> okay, so now that we're here, <laughs> okay, let's oh, talk about yes. it. You know, I didn't want to because I'm. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you know, like your friends can be sensitive to like some of the things that you say. So you do want to be careful. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. Last topic. So. <laughs> Last topic is something that I have felt very, very passionate about for some time, especially lately. Really wanted to talk about this with you guys to see your thoughts on it. So why is it that when females get into relationships, they lose themselves? Okay. So this is something that, again, I've been talking about it with people recently. And then I follow and have interviewed in the past this relationship expert. Her name is Spicy Mati. She is fantastic. Um, She made a recent post and she did a video at a conference that she was at. Do you abandon your friends when you get a boo? Now, what she's saying is you have to manage your relationships like a boss. 
when relationships get neglected, growth and productivity in your life goes down. Your friendships are relationships. Your family are relationships. Your colleagues are relationships. Your clients and customers are relationships. All of them should be juggled with a healthy balance of time when you enter into a romantic relationship. Your new boo cannot provide all the nourishment your soul needs. I would like to know, Mm. Fallon, first, what you think about that. Ooh, that was great, that last line there. I dig that. I'm going to have to write that down, rewind, write that down. Um, I do feel like a lot of women do that, and I want to say it's not just women as well. I think that an outsider looking in can say that they have both male and female examples of this uh, once they jump into uh, intimate relationships, um, that their time and or quality, quality of time has lessened. I think we can all say that it's just not women, but I think that overall what I guess comforts me when I'm in the situation is that I know that it's going to fizzle. I think that it's fair and only human for that honeymoon phase to feel just like bliss and you're just, you know, falling from the sky every time he calls your phone and running for the hills every time he asks you to come over or do something and all that. I think that, you know, we need to allow that for people. Um, And now the problem is we never know how long that honeymoon phase is going to last. Some may be longer than others. But I think real relationships and friendships should outlast just about anything, especially if we're talking about just me enjoying someone else's time. Now, when you end up neglecting, then that's where the problem comes in. You know, like, well, girl, I needed you. Like, my dog just passed away. Like, you know that's my child. Like, and you talking about you going over to Roy house. Like, those sorts of instances, that's when it's not just you having a honeymoon phase and feeling it. It's, it's when you're just choosing, blatantly choosing one over the other. And that's when I think that it's probably a matter, of some sort of matter of purging. I feel like that's when you find out that you were a season for people. I feel like you find out that this was not as much of a friendship as you thought it was. This is you were just, you know, here for that time while I was single. I've had to realize that about a couple of girlfriends of mine, which I used to call good friends. Now they're just, oh, that's my girlfriend, you know, um, because you realize your importance in, in people's lives. So I think what's best, and I think in some form of fashion we have this topic, you know, in a tangled way, but you just need to remember and when it's being shown to you your role in people's lives, I think you need to pay attention. You know, if a girl, homie not making time, y'all used to go shopping every other weekend, now you ain't seen her in four months, is, is it the honeymoon or were you just single girlfriend and now she got a man? You know, I've, I've had to deal with that, like I said, a few times, but it's one that's still one of my very best friends that, no, we don't see each other very often, but when it's check-in time, it's check-in time, and that's just how our friendship, that's just what our friendship has turned into, and it's A-OK for me. Um, but in the case that I was being neglected and couldn't move past that, I would think, okay, well, our our time is up, you know, as a relationship, whatever that w- would be. All right, Vicki, one of you. All right, Vicki, do we have Vicki? 
you know, here's the thing. Like, I feel like I was thinking, and then I was like, oh, wait, nobody here is thinking. Uh, <laughs> so part of the problem is this. I feel like, for one, there's a petty wop side of us that gets stigmatized. <laughs> so, like, that's the first thing. <laughs> um, I do think that sometimes we take our relationships for granted, and we don't really see, we we assume that they'll always be there. You know, like, my cousin loves me, my sister loves me, my friend loves me. Like, they know that when I come back around, that like, you know, I was just, like, really happy in this space. Um, and I think that the problem is, though, is as we get older, that let back in in the same capacity doesn't work the same. Um, I'm a big balanced person. And for me, I feel like in order for you to be truly okay, like, you have to be able to get your, like, energy and vibes and advice and, and the support you need from multiple people. And I think sometimes because we put so much pressure on that one person that we love spending time so much with, you know what I'm saying, that it can kind of negatively affect that relationship too because they're required to be your everything because you're kind of ghosting all these people, you know. And I just don't think that's healthy. I think we just have to learn balance better. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. I think that. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel the both of you on what you're saying. Um, There's nothing I love more than to be up under my man. Nothing in this world, like, does me better than to spend time with the person that I'm with. However, I feel like in order for a relationship to be healthy, we do have to have a balance, right? Mm -hmm. We can't neglect the people that are close to us and that have our backs outside of that relationship. We cannot. It's not fair. It is, it's hurtful to people, right? It's like, dude, now you know, now I, I understand I don't have to talk to you Every day, homegirl, friend, cousin, whatever. But I do feel like we should be checking in with each other. I do feel like that's not the only person you should be spending your time with. And I feel like it's very offensive when you're not with that person, all you want to do is be with me. But when you do have a person, you switch and all you want to do is be with them. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. That is not okay at all. I like to have some rejuvenation time, right? I do like to have my girl time or time with my kids or whatever. Now, again, I want to be with that person as much as me and that person are going to be together and outside of living together. I'm talking about in relationships where y'all don't live together. Um, sure. You know, outside, outside of that situation, I do feel like, you know, they let me see you, you know, however many days, but let me see my girl maybe one day this week too. You know, and I think that at that point, like, everybody can be happy. Nobody feels smothered. Nobody feels like they're neglecting anything else. And it's just, like, a perfect balance of everything. Because I'm telling you the truth, you keep neglecting people like that because you're in a relationship, the less and less you find that those people support you and want to be there for you. Because you're just not availing yourself. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to fall off. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know what I agree, I'm saying? Heather. Like, I don't, I don't like yeah. that. I don't. And it makes me feel a particular type of way. It's like, dude, that's what you want? Like, that, like, that's how you feel? And it's not like people are hating on your relationship. 
And in, in addition, before we wrap, it's not just you spending time with that person. It's you switching up who you are because you are either in a relationship or around that person. That's another thing that is like – You're starting to move different. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, that's how you feel? Oh, you want to talk to me sideways because you got – this person over here, and that's just not okay. Like, we have to learn, again, how to nourish our relationships, how to have better balance of our relationships, how to support our people. We can do multiple things. I can have a girl's night and go on a girl's trip and be with my man all the time and be with my kids and just be a happy, well-rounded person. I can do that. And I want you guys to do that, too. And I want our listeners to do that, too. Absolutely. So, anyway, this was a fun show. Definitely. I appreciate us coming back together again. We've had um, a wonderful season four. Season four is continuing. We've got some great things that are going to be coming up. Um, We have, again, just like a great, a great outlook on what media is going to do for In the Six this year. Um, and also, like, what media is doing for, like, our our podcasting family, which I like to call them, uh, our homegirl, Sister Cousin T. She's doing great, and she's having much success oh, with wow. her show, the It's Tea Time podcast. Um, it's just awesome. I mean, even our brother, you know, uh, Kenneth Davis with the, um, with his show. The flip. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just he's just doing great. He's got the flip, and he's got that Davis show. So he's doing fantastic. Uh, we've got you know a, a multitude of other people that we know that have just garnered so much success and have so many fantastic things to say, and we're all very very proud of them. So. Yes, we are. But thank y'all. We appreciate all of our listeners. We thank you for your continued support. We love you guys. We love that you love us. We get some great feedback from you guys. We also appreciate constructive criticism. So if you don't like we something do. or if you don't agree with something, don't just not say it because you feel like I'm going to bite your head off. Like, say it. Like, <laughs> right, or don't just stop listening. <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, please say it. Although, I don't feel like anyone has a problem with anything that we say. But, you know, there's always like that one or two people. And you never want to tell people, I don't care what that person said. Because you know why? Because depending on what it is that they have to say, we may want to care about it. Because it's really, it's really good to get another point of view or another perspective. So, we care about our Yeah. Yeah, our listeners are dope. And we get listeners from all over the place. Like, literally, mm-hmm. we get listeners from different states. We get listeners from different countries. So it's pretty fantastic. So, ladies, before we wrap this time, because I keep saying before we wrap, but before we wrap this time, tell the people where we can find you, starting with Victoria. You can find me on Instagram as pretty 3 z 85 um, send me any businesses that you know of black-owned businesses. I'm always looking to get to know different people so we can promote them on the show. So, thanks. Yay. What about you, Sally Sal? All right. Please find me socially on 
Instagram and Facebook at Jada, J-A-Y-D-A-F-R-A-Y-E. And I love to hear your comments on the show, love to hear new new tea because it's some, somehow I'm the last to know. So y'all tag me in anything. I'm, I'm, I'll be ready for the entertainment. <laughs> Lord. I have my own thoughts on why you're the last to know. But we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> Oh sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 table that for now, but we'll get back to it later. Um, for me, uh, on Facebook, I'm Heather D. That's D E E. On IG, I am Hev D E E one six. Our show page is um, on IG, excuse me, and Facebook is the same. Actually, it is in the thick T H A because it's ethnic. Again, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We think you guys are so super dope, and we will talk to you again soon.